Hello, you amazing human beings, and welcome to all of you, more of you. This is your podcast host, Sarah Lynn, flow state coach, behavior analyst, hockey yoga teacher, and full of juicy life experience. This podcast is designed for devoted, big visionary, high achieving human beings and entrepreneurs that are here for big things. They're building their legacies. They're leaving their unique mark in this world. And they're here to truly live and feel their best lives in the process. We are going to be diving into all things flow state, spirituality, science, personal growth and development, and entrepreneurship. I really want to create this space for you that I want all of you, your fullest expression, your fullest self, fully accepted and belonging in this space. I want all of you. I want more of you. (laughs) And I welcome you to join me in this journey. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Mm, So right now, (laughs) to set the scene for you, it just had a nice little jungle rain because we are entering deeper into the rainy season in Nusara, Costa Rica here. And I waited a little bit because it got a little loud on the roof. Now it's cleared up and we have some beautiful sunshine peeking through and yeah, I want to be completely transparent with you guys that I'm feeling a little nervous going into this episode. I definitely had some butterflies because there's a lot around, you know, this episode being based around healing and really diving deep into my own personal healing journey. There's a lot of vulnerable shares in this. There's a lot of things where I'm like, oh, right. And it's allowing Mm, what I'm feeling right now is like my throat chakra to almost open, my heart to open and expand. And what I did is I set a little prayer, a little intention before I went into this episode, like I always do. And this one was just allow me to be a divine channel for those that need to hear this message. And one thing that's coming through right now that I want to share with you guys is that you might not resonate with exactly every single point of my specific healing journey and some of the wounds, some of the things that I'm going to talk about from my own personal story, my own personal background might look a little different or you might not relate to everything. But what I really invite you to hear and to listen to is, of course, if you resonate with some of these specific parts, but also maybe where you do hear yourself in my story or maybe where your version might look different or just even around the awareness of what a healing journey can be, right? Because I feel like the term healing, I know I'm speaking from my own personal experience when I heard the term healing, you know, at the very beginning of my healing journey, that concept of what that meant and how I could dive into it looked extremely different than what it does present day. (laughs) So I kind of want to walk you through because you know, going into some of these specific examples I'm going to share, which, you know, I share stuff lightly on social media and in my emails or live experiences or with inside my coaching programs, like students definitely get way more of an inside peek at that. But I haven't really voiced some of these stories out publicly. And I think that's where like the nerves are coming around. So I just like really deeply um, felt into my body and I invited myself to be a channel to allow 
this to come through. I don't have any specific thing planned. Like I don't usually on these podcast episodes, but I did have a lot of downloads of, okay, I really want to dive into some of these things and also bring some education around to what some of these terminology things mean. Some of these um, different aspects of my healing journey that I'm like, okay, I took this on. And what does that even mean, right? What does a healing journey mean? And I want to start off by saying this mantra, and I just did a post on this yesterday, because a lot of high achieving entrepreneurs, I feel like this mantra is so healing. And these words are so important to really anchor into our being is that you are not broken. You do not need to be fixed. You are whole, complete, and perfect exactly how you are. And from this space, we can truly heal. And I say that because in the beginning of my healing journey, I started bringing awareness around aspects where I was taken away from my wholeness. I was taken away from my ease, my peace, my freedom. And looking at some of those components, I felt broken. I felt not enough in certain areas and my healing journey had the energy and the intention around it to almost rush and dive in as deep as I can into all of these modalities and all these things and deep on this path and journey so that I could fix myself and we're not a puzzle here we're not a toy that fell down and broke we are human beings and I think something that's so important to tune into is that the healing journey A, um, I'm going to speak around some of that re- more recent avenues that I've found a lot of healing through that don't need to be mm, as serious as, you know, dropped. I don't want to say the word dropped in, but like as serious, like there's been new avenues where I'm like, wow, I've been receiving a lot of healing from this. And it looks really different than some of the work that I did earlier on in my journey or maybe in the middle of my healing journey. And I want to kind of take you guys through that. Because I've been on this path for, you know, a few years now really devoting to my healing. And I want to speak on like what that's done for me because it's had such a profound impact. And on every area of my life, your healing, what I want to say too, is not only impacting your internal state and how you feel and the external things that can show up for you and that you can attract in. And most importantly, how you are feeling inside around your own self, in your own body, in your own soul but it also allows you to be of more pure, highest service to this world. Because when you heal and you do that work, not only can you bring that to clients and students and serve in that, but you're really going from your wounds and turning them and alchemizing them into your power, into your voice. And from a whole place, from a pure, free, easeful, peaceful place within, you are going to be serving your mission on a whole different level because of some of these things I'm going to speak upon. I noticed on my path how my entrepreneur journey was greatly affected by my healing, along with my relationships, along with how I navigated through this world. Healing is so multifaceted and how it's going to impact every area of our life because it starts with us and it starts with our internal state of being. And back to the mantra that I stated in the beginning is that you already came into this world. Like when we were birthed out into existence in this lifetime, in several lifetimes, we came out whole, we came out free, we came out peaceful and just a 
bundle of love, <laughs> bundle of love and joy. And that's what you are. And what I want to say on your own unique healing journey, because everyone's is going to look different. And that is the beauty in it. If we can really embrace it and know that nothing is truly wrong with us, nothing, absolutely nothing. And I really want you to feel that in every ounce of your being, every cell in your body, because your journey of healing, you were brought, I believe, into this divine path that you're on with all of the circumstances already set up for you and all of your challenges and your struggles and your wounding so that you can learn the lessons and you can take this on for yourself and you can come back to that free, whole, pure, loving place of who you've always been. This is not a journey of changing yourself into someone new. This is coming back and remembering the essence of who and what you are when you came into this world. And what happens along our path on our journey, and a lot of this stuff is deeply imprinted from our childhood, from growing up, from being raised, and the things that we we're experiencing, because if you think about it, our little brains as <laughs> little human beings were like sponges. We were just ingesting and soaking in this world. And in those moments, sometimes our experience is fragmented, or sometimes we forgot and we didn't remember and we were taken away from that wholeness, that pureness, that freedom that we always innately are. And the journey of healing is coming back to that. So this journey that I talk about with healing is one of the most close to my heart aspects of this path of my spiritual journey, my entrepreneur journey, because what a lot of people don't know coming into the entrepreneur journey is that your healing is mandatory. And I say mandatory because it's mandatory to make it into evolve and grow in the way that you want to show up for yourself, for your students, for your service to the collective in this world. So when we go into this path, things are going to show up on the entrepreneurial journey and it's going to look different. I've talked about this in a prior episode in leadership. You guys can go back to that one and reference if you want. It's a really juicy, good one. But you're, you're going to have to heal aspects of yourself to show up as the leader that you want to be. And that's the little tidbit I want to give on that because I really want to dive like into my healing journey and different um, things I've done on my path to be able to create this safe, whole, free, peaceful, loving space that I am. And I want to say it's nowhere near perfect. It's a continuous journey. As you guys have probably heard, healing is not a linear path whatsoever. And I don't have everything figured out. So I, I want to share from my own experience what I am currently experiencing, what I've experienced along the way, and what has helped me in hopes that it helps you and it reaches the people that it's meant to on this path. So I want to start off by also saying and stating that this is not, mm, I want you guys to tune into this for yourself too so deeply, that this healing path and journey as you notice things and bring awareness around aspects of why you are the way that you are because that's the beginning of the healing journey and that's what we always need to be doing in order to really understand ourselves on this deep level so that we can truly heal that it's not to shame that it's not to make you know our parents wrong or say that you know people people are doing the best that they can from what they know 
So that has been a big mindset shift when I've like, you know, realized things and this is not to shame my parents or this is not to shame my upbringing or make people feel guilty or bad or just feel like, oh, you know, fuck them. I hate this is none of that. This is all from a place of love. And this is part of the healing journey. Part of the healing journey is realizing that everyone's doing the best that they can. And when you are the one, and a lot of you guys probably are on this path, when you're the one to choose healing, to take radical responsibility over healing your past, you're doing it not only for generations to come, for your ancestry path, your all the generations to come after you, but you're healing lineages of so many family members and people that have been in your line of family for centuries that you are taking that on and healing the roots of some of these things. Because if we don't do it, we're going to keep passing it on. And that's a really hard truth of the healing journey to hone in on and to really be present with is that we're doing this not it's for something much bigger so when it gets really really hard for me at times and when I'm really sitting in the the shit (laughs) I like to say I I remember that I'm not doing it for me just me it's something much bigger it's for my mission but it's also for so many generations to come for my kids for my current family and when you're the one changing this I was just having this conversation with someone recently it takes a really brave person it takes a really brave person to, to look at this stuff coming from someone that used to put a lot of attention just on like the light side of things we need to look at the darkness sometimes we need to go into the wounds and i'm going to talk about some ways that are not really just like diving into the depths of the darkness the whole time like some other ways that i've been healing recently that has been mm, in different ways right and enjoyable but also looking at some of these things and understanding it at times is important too. There's certain times and places on my journey where I've needed one or the other or both. So it's really knowing that the work that I'm doing on myself, this is changing forever my generations and my lineage moving forward. This is changing the lives of the clients I will work with. This is changing the collective. Every single shift we make for ourselves in our healing journey is vibrating out into the collective and that's so powerful to hone in on the power of healing and what this is actually impacting and what this can do it's much much bigger than ourselves much bigger than ourselves i really had to put the emphasis on that because it's so true so i'm going to talk about a few different avenues of really where mm, some of my biggest wounding has been so you guys can really get to know me on a more personal intimate vulnerable level because that's something that's so important to me and like I said maybe you resonate with some parts and maybe you don't and that's okay just tune into maybe where things land for you but I really wanted to share because I want to be able to give voice to some people that need to be heard and some people that would need to be seen because on my journey some of the most healing and the most impact I've been able to have is either voicing and sharing some of these aspects And it's also being seen in someone else and being able to speak these things out into existence because we are not alone in our healing. We're not alone in our own unique experiences. There's so many people that have been through some of these things in different forms, in different ways. And when we know that we're not alone and when we can be heard, seen, and felt, there's healing that happens in that. 
And that's the power of community. That's the power of this entrepreneur space and me having a podcast now that I have the avenue to do it. And like I said, I'm still nervous to share some of these things because they feel extremely vulnerable. These are some of my most naked moments. And me being able to open my throat chakra, like I said earlier in the episode, to voice some of these things is taking something of me. So I don't want to say that, hey, I'm brave and that doesn't mean I'm not scared, (laughs) right? It means that I am choosing bravery and vulnerability, which are some of my highest values so that I can speak to you guys and you guys can really um, understand like what this healing journey has looked like for me. So I'm gonna take a little sip of water. (laughs) So what I wanna start off um, talking about on my journey, I'm like, really honing in on mm, the beginning of this path for me. And what I want to say is the beginning of this path to me, I didn't really understand. I was like going on a healing journey, so to speak. I was just like, oh, I'm doing some self-development and inner work. And like, you know, whatever, we can call it what we want. But I was going in and what I ended up doing, and this was like guided, a lot of this was guided. I want to really put the emphasis on healing. Like, yeah, we can do some alone, but it's so much more powerful in groups and to be guided and held in spaces and so that we can see and understand ourselves in ways that we haven't yet. That's been profound for me. I've had a lot of different guides, a lot of different mentors, a lot of different community spaces, and I've learned a lot about myself and I've healed a lot in these spaces. So it really started off with me starting to realize things of why I was the way that I was. Why in this, you know, growing up, and this is where the story, there's something wrong with me, why am I like this would come up because no one was talking about this, right? And I was like, why are these things? And once you can start to make sense and not, you don't always need to make sense with your healing. You can sometimes feel things and experiences and sometimes things just need to be felt. But for me, some of these aspects to understand myself and bring conscious awareness around it was really, really helpful. And one of those things was my anxious attachment style and my abandonment wounds. So these are two really big areas that I have been healing so deeply over so many years now. And it's a continuous journey and process, and there's deeper layers and levels of it. And like I said, this process is not linear. So we can't make ourselves wrong where it's like, oh, we're going 10 steps backwards. Like, that's not what it means. Sometimes we're doing that, and then sometimes we're 20 steps forward, and like it it moves and ebbs and flows depending on our circumstances in our life. So what I really started to uncover is that back in the day, um, I was probably around five or six years old, six years old, I think, when my parents split. And when they split in that moment without going into like crazy amounts of detail, I had something that happened for me as a child. And what happened is that abandonment wound was kind of brought into existence that, you know, so-and-so of my family was leaving me. Right. And that made me connect a lot of things in relationships to the fear of abandonment, to the fear of connections and relationships being connected to loss, that I will lose people that I love, that people will leave me because that is in that moment. That's not actually what happened. My dad and my mom are still present human beings that, you know, are in my life. And in that moment, when I was six years old and my parents split and they went into different houses and different lives and moved on from that, it felt like they, they were leaving me. 
right? And speaking for one specific parent, because, you know, that was like someone moving. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? People need to honor their path of love. And, you know, divorces and things happen. This is actually a very common thing that happens in society, right? And something that, you know, we want to speak on and normalize that, you know, people might have these wounds because divorce rates are so high, so to speak. So in that moment, you know, the fear of abandonment, the fear of losing people that I love, the fear that when I love someone, like, I will lose them at some point or they will disconnect from me. So that created a huge anxious attachment style. And there's a lot of different attachment styles. Usually the people that I end up working with and taking on clients have a very similar attachment style. <laughs> I'm just saying because this is what happens when you attract them in your field. A lot of people even attract to this podcast. And there's there's various different attachment styles. I'm not going to educate on all of them, but I do want to talk about the ancient, anxious, ancient, <laughs> anxious attachment style and how this played out on my healing journey and the fear of abandonment and what this looked like to really heal this on deeper, deeper layers and levels. So where did this first show up? This showed up in friendships. This showed up majorly in partnerships. And, you know, this we're talking about connections here. So anyone I could be connected to, if that was um, a friend, a family member, uh, a relationship, a partner. So for me to really take this on, I had to look at that and I had to, it was very uncomfortable, right? Because my fear of losing, let's say, let's go to the partner space for past partners. Like it used to be so bad that, you know, I was living with one of my first partners. We were together for a few years and, you know, it'd be so bad where like he would go say to leave, to go somewhere. And I would feel so incredibly anxious and on edge of like, he needs to come back. He needs to come back. It was like a panic feeling inside of me, which felt in my mind at the time so crazy and so uncontrollable because I didn't have the tools and awareness of what the hell was happening and why that was happening. So that was just one example. Obviously, that showed up in so many ways with friendships and partnerships and things like that. But how it showed up in the body somatically was panic. How it showed up in the body was being extremely anxious, being extremely on edge and feeling like I didn't have control or over my own body even, which is so fucking scary. And this, this feeling would come up and not knowing how to work with it and not understanding what was happening was very challenging for me. This even came up like, so to speak, like, you know, in past relationships when I would get in like fights or arguments and you know, knowing your attachment style and knowing how to work with these and being, when you're in partnership specifically too, you're mirroring each other and to, you can actually get greater love and deeper levels of healing. And this is like, I'd say my most recent partnership is, you know, that's why I talk about conscious relationships and conscious communication and authentic relating because to really be able to heal with a partner is so powerful, right? And even heal within your friendships and have awareness around these things and work with each other. But you can't do that if you're not aware of these things and if you don't have the tools and you can't do that because that work's going to start with you. My partners, my friends, were not going to heal my anxious attachment style. It was going to be me taking radical responsibility over doing that for myself. And of course, being supported and being able to communicate consciously with these human beings in my life. So 
you know, until I really took that on to heal that, this continued showing up and this would show up even in like dating in between partnerships, right? Of like that. <gasps> and the thing I also want to point out is that not only did this show up in relationships, this showed up in my business way more so in the beginning, right? Like the fear of clients leaving, right? Or, um, you know, like this anxious attachment style with the relationship with just my business in general of not being able to leave it, not being able to fully turn off not being able to take space away and say go on vacation or enjoy myself and thinking about my business because I had an anxious attachment style. So I felt panicky around doing that because I would lose the business. I would lose the clients. I would whatever I wanted to make that story mean, right? So this healing, this attachment style was way more than feeling peace, ease, and freedom and <laughs> safety in my own body, but it was also creating this for my business to create this in my relationships, to create this with my work. So this shows up in everything. So me really taking this on, it was not only really kind of picking apart that story and why I was the way I was, but also coming up with tools and awareness to work with my anxious attachment style, to feel more at home in my body, to be able to communicate with my inner child, which is something I'm gonna be talking about. Inner child healing is a lot of the work that I've done myself and that I do with clients. It's being able to have that nurturing, loving relationship with self. And this is what a lot of this work comes back to. That's why a lot of my work, you know, we go into connection with spirit. We go into connection in relationships. But ultimately where this is all starting from is your relationship with yourself, which coming from my background a little bit more into my story is I grew up with eight other siblings. I was one of nine when, when I had families merged. So it was me and my brother, my dad remarried, there was five kids and then they had two more. <laughs> so there was nine. And I grew up with a lot of people, right? And I will say like, I am so grateful and I'm so blessed for my parents of who they are and who it's brought me to, to be in this very moment of time and just along my path, having lots of gratitude for that. And I, you know, a lot, what a lot of people might not know in this space, if you guys don't know me on a more intimate personal level, is that a lot of my childhood, a lot of my background felt very chaotic. It felt very unstable. It felt very unconscious. And this left me in a lot of anxiety. This left me in a lot of fear and a lot of panic. So my nervous system had to heal also. And that's, you know, working with this attachment style, you know, how am I doing that? I'm really healing my nervous system because our nervous system is what, you know, regulates our emotions and our experience as we navigate throughout life. So my nervous system, majority of my life from growing up in a lot of chaos, a lot of instability, moving around and, you know, just, just feeling that, that energy all the time of just shifting and moving and um, chaos, right? It kept me in fight or flight a lot. It kept me in a very heightened state of being where I was, my nervous system was very spiked up. It was very wired. It was very activated all the time. It was very on, right? Kind of in that like defense mode of like survival, right? We like to call that survival, survival mode. And being in survival a lot of the time takes a lot of energy and a lot of, it's just so impactful and so much on your nervous system to be in survival all the time. Your body's working extra harder to survive. That's why it's called survival mode. 
So being in that majority of my life and, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I could go into around like upbringing and stuff. And like I said, there's amazing memories and things too, but something, you know, that was present for me growing up that was so close to home in my heart and, you know, that I was surrounded by is there, you know, I have a a family generation that there's a lot of alcoholism, there's a lot of drug abuse, there's a lot of addictive behaviors, a lot of trauma that you know, people didn't take on to heal for themselves. So when we don't heal our trauma, you know, we're bringing that into the future generations and what's currently going on. And that had a huge impact on me. You know, it made me feel very confused a lot of the times growing up of, okay, like, why am I feeling this way? Right? Why am I feeling so anxious? Why am I feeling so unrest? And I just, you know, most of the times I just thought it was normal. You know, I'm like, okay, this is just how it is, right? And this is how I am. And there's something wrong with me though, you know? And there's just a lot of confusion around this. So really bringing that conscious awareness, like, you know, coming back to the beginning of my healing journey, it was unraveling that. It was understanding why certain, when certain events and things happened shaped me into who I am, but also having the understanding of, like I said, like the abandonment wound and why I was experiencing certain feelings and emotions and how I could actually consciously work and heal that, heal my nervous system, work with the relationship with self so that then I can bring a more secure, and this is the goal, secure attachment style into my relationships, my partnerships, my friendships, the relationship with my business, my work, really everything, right? And that I can actually experience deeper levels of peace and safety and freedom and wholeness in my own body because this is the healing journey. It's coming back to that. So I'm going to take another sip of water. (laughs) So that was a really big aspect of, you know, my healing journey and something I really work on you know, with clients, it's, you know, going into that anxious attachment style and how can we heal that? How can we come to a more secure place from within? Because when we can do that, we can reshape and retransform everything in our own reality. And it's so powerful. And most importantly, the feelings that we get to have internally from doing the healing work, it's like, wow, you actually get to embody that. And that's the hard thing because you can't actually physically see that you might see that in someone's face and their embodiment and how they're moving through the world and being like wow what is that there's there's some glow in her her aura in her field or wow she looks so happy so at peace like that's the work that's going on internally this just reflects out it radiates out to everything and everyone it's so impactful (laughs) so you know, diving a little bit deeper into my journey and, you know, healing this abandonment wound and really going. And like I said, this attachment style, like this is an ongoing process and something I continuously work on and it's changed vastly over times. Right. So, you know, someone that could never even be alone back in the day now has been traveling. I mean, not the whole journey solo, but has been traveling solo for like, you know, three and a half plus years. (laughs) Like, that Sarah never would have been able to do that because how anxious she was back in the day and how many like triggers and things were going on in her internal state. So, you know, it kind of just shows up in my external reality, of course, like the, the things that I'm attracting and in the lifestyle I'm living and how I'm able to actually feel in my own body along the way. So 
moving a little bit deeper into my journey, I would say, and I'm not going to go into the depths of all of this stuff, but I started realizing, hmm, I would say this is about maybe two years ago, give or take, where I started realizing like, wow, you know, I was in these levels of joy. I was training flow state, all these amazing things. And then the universe wanted to show me that there were, there was pain that I needed to dive into that, you know, this joy, this happiness is beautiful, but if we're on a path of depth, we're on a path of fulfillment, it's not to avoid pain and it's not to avoid not looking at things that we don't want to look at. We actually need to do that to, to experience greater heights on the full spectrum of human emotions. So the universe was clearly showing me of like, there was more pain, more wounding, more shadow work, I like to say, more reparenting, inner child healing. I'm going to go into some of these things that needed to be done. So this is when I really started taking more radical responsibility over healing on deeper levels so that I can feel and expand my capacity because that is what happens when we can go into these things and when we can go into you know, one of the parts like shadow work, looking at our shadows, looking at these reasons of our shadows at the root of that are, you know, why are we being triggered? These are like the things that we don't like necessarily about ourselves, right? And that when we can look at, we can actually heal and do the work, I like to say, and we can integrate those shadows so that we're coming from a more whole, secure place within. So I started doing lots of shadow work, lots of looking at those areas that I'm like, I don't really want to look at that stuff, right? Because it's like, ooh, that, and at the time, I couldn't love those parts of me. I couldn't love those parts of me. I I was like, oh, why is it like this? I, I hate this part of me. And it's, it's really hard for me to even say the word hate now because now I love those parts so dearly. But it was looking at aspects and parts of myself that at the time, I hated. And this is the, the thing about healing. We can't hate. We can't resist these parts. We cannot think of ourselves as separate from this because that actually prolongs and makes the healing process harder. We need to love, accept, welcome in, and really bring conscious attention and care to all of these parts. And this is part of the reparenting work that I talk about. So, you know, when we're, when we're working with our inner child, we're really a creating a deeper relationship with the inner child. And what's happening when we're going into reparenting, just to like bring some education around this, when and just like awareness, if you guys haven't heard these terms, and maybe you have, right? And maybe you're going to resonate with some of the things that I'm saying is that when we are raised and when we grow up, if there are certain needs that are not met by our caretakers, by our parents, whoever we were raised by, that those parts of us are going to still be alive in our adult bodies wherever we are in our path. So those parts of me that didn't get the proper care, attention, nurturing that we need, and this is not to, like I said, shame any parents. Like It's perfect. My parents did exactly the job they needed to do so that I could be this person and go through this journey myself. And that I'm fucking grateful for because then I wouldn't know this work. Then I wouldn't have been able to go to the depths that I'm experiencing today. So I'm really grateful for my whole journey, (laughs) full encompassed. I'm you know, for the needs, like I was going back to and saying that were not met when we were in childhood. Like I said, a lot of this stuff is conditioned and imprinted when we were young. 
we didn't know we were freaking young we were little kids you know and we have all these things imprint into our being into the cells of our body our nervous systems our minds that if needs and certain things were not met those parts of us still are crying out for help attention care and love and even regardless if I'm you know I'm 30 years old right now almost 31 this month um, it's my birthday month in July <laughs> for all the cancer babies out there um, those those parts of me were still going to need attention and care and what can happen if we don't do the reparenting work and we don't do the deeper inner childhood healing and heal some of these shadows and integrate them that those child parts a we don't bring conscious awareness around them they completely get ignored and they come out in really disruptive ways in our life right like having like you know i used to have panic attacks or it would come out in outbursts or like emotional reactions or i would be playing out these patterns and stories again and again and again and again that i was like man i really dislike that this keeps happening why is this happening well it's because i needed to do some of this work right on deeper healing levels and um, I started looking at those parts. I started a building that relationship with my inner child, which is this is a lot of the work that we're going to be doing inside out of the box in my program, bringing awareness around that, building that relationship with my inner child and working with her and giving her all of those things. This is the reparenting work that she didn't get from when she was a little kid that she still in my 20 something year old body at the time was still crying out for help, was still like, please see me please acknowledge me, please love me, and please take care of me in those ways. So it's reparenting, literally, if you think of a parental figure, how they raise you, how they nurture you, how they upbring you, that we're doing that work, we're parenting our own selves, hence reparenting. And this is the work, like I said, we do in Outside of the Box, where I really take you on that journey of how you can reparent yourself. And everyone's journey is going to look different because everyone has different upbringings. Of course, we can have some common threads and things, which is always so deeply healing to resonate on. And there's going to be different ways that we go about this reparenting work, like the ways that I reparented my own self and how I manage my own self might look different than yours, right? Because we need sometimes different things or we have different imprintings or conditionings, right? We have these back to the moments I was talking about when we're younger that it's not even necessarily just with our parents but like maybe we had something that happened at school in a you know a scenario in the classroom with kids and all of a sudden in that moment something was fragmented and took us away from our freedom from our wholeness from our worthiness and a huge part of my own path and that I see in a lot of high achievers is the story I'm not enough I'm not good enough well where, how do we do that how do we really come to a place where we do feel good enough our healing path and really bringing that awareness to the wholeness that we are within and as I continue on this journey and path that wholeness that is an internal state's job the goal is not, not just about making you know thousands millions whatever dollars having all the clients having the perfect home right I had moments where I had the like you know my dream job, a really good, you know, career when I was in corporate and like the relationship in the house. And, you know, I've talked about this before on the podcast and I felt completely empty inside. I felt completely anxious. I felt, I was like, whoa, what the hell is this? It's because that healing work, that is an internal job. Nothing is going to be able to, not the relationship, the partner, the career, the clients, anything, 
it's not those things are amazing and we want to have those things but nothing is going to give us what we actually want to feel and experience from those things until we create that as an internal state of being and that's the healing journey that's the healing path and when we can find that so deeply within and create the external things that's when it gets really fun that's when it gets really magical so going back into you know i really went deep into shadow work in that period of my life and looked at my shadows gave it conscious awareness attention and it was a really challenging time i don't want to just say that like all the stuff is like light and dandy I had a lot of moments on that path when I was going into these things. It brought up so many waves of emotions. If it was sadness, if it was pain, if it was despair, if it was hopelessness, if it was just like feeling the depths of the things that I'm like, wow, like this unworthiness, this unlovability, this not good enough. This just like, you know, and that's why we call it a shadow. These things were not fun to look at. And, you know, I did a lot of reprogramming work around that to reprogram my subconscious and integrate these shadows and look at all the things. And, you know, that's a process and that's not not something that's done in a day. And it's continuous, as I've said. And it was necessary at that time because until I went into my pain deeper because I avoided it my whole freaking life. I wasn't going to be able to heal and experience the internal and external states that I was desiring. So the universe is like, we're taking you deeper, Sarah. We're, we're taking you deeper here. And that's what happened. And, you know, from, from that place, you know, and going into really creating that relationship with my inner child and knowing how to work with my inner child with my wounding and being able to reparent my own self has changed my life forever moving forward. Like this, this shows up in my how it um, impacts my relationships look different now, my friendships, when I'm in romantic partnerships, when I'm dating, like everything gets to change because I know how to take care of me. I get to take care of the little Sarah inside of me. And, you know, I work with this with clients with like different parts of you, different um, aspects of you and working with your inner child and how you can really relate to her and how you can nourish her and care for her and um, really come to that place, like I said, of freedom, wholeness, and peace, and feeling that closeness to God, even, you know, it's like coming closer to yourself and feeling that wholeness and oneness within is actually creating that deeper spiritual connection for you too, because when you actually feel that you are the wholeness, that you feel you are the purity and the love, that's that's your connection to the universe, that's your connection to source, so everything gets to deepen from this place, which is really freaking beautiful. So, you know, there was a lot of work within the shadows, you know, like I have a lot of wounding around the relationship with my mother and, you know, a lot of, um, yeah, some of my upbringing and, you know, relationships and dynamics with certain family members and people and that work, I don't want to disregard, like I said, of that stuff's heavy sometimes and to be held and to be seen and felt and cared for and know how to do it for yourself, but also with community. It's, I feel like it's so essential, you know, like we can do the whole hiding thing. And I feel like in the beginning, before I started my healing journey, really, like I wouldn't speak about these things because there was a lot of trauma around it, right? Like a I can't speak these things out into existence or no one else is going through this or that would make me weird or, um, 
you know, that's too much for someone or I would get in trouble if I said these things, right? So, so much generational trauma that kept me really in my own experience, not able to express and be in community for so long and doing the deeper healing work, it allowed that freedom, that vulnerability and that sense of interconnectedness so that actually I can come together and being connected closer to community, to other people, to source God, whoever, myself, actually is when the healing took place on deeper levels. So, I wanted to speak to that too. And this next part that I'm going to share, I honestly, it was kind of in my head and I was like, do I want to share this? Do I not? And my head, you know, being super analytical, I'm like, okay, Sarah, you invited yourself to be a divine channel for this. So we're going to speak these things into existence. And I want to say the only reason I'm able to speak this out into existence, because as of a few months ago, this was something that I wasn't even able to talk about with anyone without completely breaking down and crying. And I think that just shows the the testament of that I don't make my trauma me. It's not me. It's a part of my human experience and something that I've gone through, but also doing the deeper healing work and integrating these parts of self, integrating the trauma, that we get to see it, we get to love it, we get to liberate ourselves and be free from it by expressing it and being seen, but also realizing that that is not us. We are not our trauma. We are not broken. We are not, you know, whatever fill in the blank is that now I'm able to actually like this has been, you know, especially being in a lot of conscious community here. This has been something I've been able to speak about with other human beings. And that just shows the growth. And now that I'm able to come on the podcast and speak this into existence is just showing the amount of work that I've been able to do on myself and how far I've really come. And that's a big moment for me. So Something I want to share and speak out is that, you know, when I was moving through um, some of the healing work, and as you guys know, I've been, you know, healing the last several months, and I'm in a completely different place now, but like towards the end of last year, I was, you know, healing from a heartbreak, and I ended up coming home to the States for my first time in three years, which that was a really long time. That was the longest I've ever been away from home. And in that moment, when, you know, I came home, I had certain feelings and emotions and openings. And I, you know, I truly believe like family is where we are going to be able to do our biggest healing work and that it's going to bring up the most triggers and it's going to bring up the most uncomfortability at times. And it's where we can actually take so much radical ownership and really put in the work and really do the work and what ended up happening for me is that I ended up having lots of memories and things like flood my mind because I was in my environment of where I grew up because my family they're still in Wisconsin that's where I grew up and all my family's there besides me and I was having memories and things come to mind. And what I want to say with that is that I truly believe on your healing journey that things come into your field and into your path in exact divine timing that you're ready to deal with them. And if you ask, right, for deeper healing, you ask for the guide, you ask for the scenario, you are really like, I'm ready to show up for this, that it will come. We will be heard in that and what ended up happening for me in that moment when I was at home is that I was ready to actually face 
some more of my trauma, some more things that were not in my conscious awareness at the time. And I wasn't able to see them in the way that I did when I was at home. And it was because I was ready. It was because I had the capacity. The universe was like, you are ready for this. So if anything comes up on your healing journey, because like I said, it's not linear and you have something come into awareness, I want you to know it's because the universe and God a is doing this for you, but also because you can actually handle it. It's not going to ever give you anything that you can't handle. And that doesn't mean that you need to handle it alone, right? Because I've worked with coaches, guides, and a therapist during this time. And I say that proudly because I, I didn't want to go through that alone, right? And what ended up happening is, you know, I, I was experiencing some feelings of unsafety when I was at home. My nervous system felt very, I felt very energetically open. I was kind of like navigating like, okay, what's going on within me? And when I was on a call on a session with one of my therapists, I will never ever forget the moment because I was 30 years old at this moment. And when I was explaining some of the memories, some of the things that were coming into my field, into my conscious awareness that was making me feel unsafe and bringing up lots of emotions during this period of my life towards the end of last year. You know, she said the words, Sarah, I need you to understand that that's child abuse. And those words felt so scary and so big to hear. And I was sitting, I will never forget in that chair, in my desk, in my room and hearing that at 30 years old and processing that that was a thing for me. And in the beginning, what I want to say is those those words, child abuse, had a lot of power over me. It had a lot of power. It was like I gave my power to make that mean something really big and scary and daunting. And of course, you know, the process, the journey of healing that, you know, was uncomfortable at times. And I had to dive into certain things that I was like, man, like, am I really diving into this? It took a lot of bravery and a lot of courage to go into that and to heal that. And, you know, being able to look at that and really throughout my healing journey with that, of giving myself back my own power, that those words do not have power over me. And that situation is not me. It's something that happened to me and that I can heal from that and that I can create that safety and freedom and peace in my body in my mind on deeper levels by diving into this. And it brought up, like I said, lots of waves and emotions. And I'm not going to go like into the details, but I just want you to know that if you're going through something similar, or have had something on your healing journey that felt really big and daunting, like when I heard those words, child abuse, that you're not alone. And that actually by committing to the healing work, being on that journey that you can feel safe. You deserve to feel safe in your body and your mind. You deserve to feel the love and the freedom and the peace that you innately are. And that sometimes we go through these things on our path and our journey growing up that are outside of our control, right? Like I was a little girl at some of these memories and some of these things happening and that I can actually heal this for myself. And that is where you take your power back. That is where you get to have the power and it's not outside of your control anymore, but you t it's taken that radical responsibility. So I chose that for myself. I remember being like, wow, this feels really hard and really fucking challenging right now and actually scary. And 
that this is the work that I'm doing for myself, like I said, but it's also for my future family, for my future children, for my clients, for the students I'll serve, and for the collective at large, because me doing this work is impacting way more than just me and for generations to come. And that is fucking powerful. And that there was nothing wrong with me or I wasn't unlucky or, you know, felt a certain way. It was like, no, I can actually only bring love to situations and people in my life that maybe caused me pain or suffering or trauma or whatever you want to call it that imagine what they were actually going through so that I can actually just radiate that energy and love to them and to my own self. And that is the power of healing. And yeah, so that was something I really kind of wanted to like bring to awareness because that was something deeper in my journey, right? Like I was 30 years old at that point and like I've kind of went through <laughs> through some of those um, pieces and ways that I um, went approached my healing path, you know, and there's so many different modalities and things that come into play when you're doing this work and I'm not going to go into all that. That's something that I do inside of like coaching programs and things like that. Um, ways to work with yourself and breath work and, you know, different modalities and practices that can support you on your healing journey because the tools, the toolbox is essential. We need the toolbox to be able to work. It's not just like, okay, let's bring conscious awareness to it. It's like, okay, how are we going to actually work with it then? And that is when the work's done. It's, it's like, okay, let's bring awareness, but then like, let's also work with that so that we can heal that and we can come to that place internally. And that's, that's where the power lies really. So going in a little bit deeper because, you know, that was, um, you know, me going into what I want to say is more of like the, the dark side of things. Right. But also ways of which recently and throughout my journey as well, my healing path that actually I was able to heal in different ways that it looked a lot different than a lot of the ways that maybe were out there. Cause I always thought healing had to be, um, you know, not enjoying which also I want to reframe that it can be enjoyable and it can be empowering and feel really good because of the benefits that you're getting and the way that you approach it. That's why like a lot of students I work with are like, wow, you know, I might have a lot of experiences with different emotions and things coming up when we're going through some of this work together, yet you have a very playful, fun way approaching it. And that's kind of also what I want to dive into that bringing your awareness and reframing around healing that you can actually A, heal through play which is so powerful. And you can also heal through pleasure. And bringing these two arenas into my life and realizing that sometimes the deepest healing for me happened when I was maybe on the ecstatic dance floor and that I was expressing and moving through emotions or experiences and uncomfortable things on a somatic level in my body. And that actually dancing and moving through that and being around community and expressing myself that I didn't need to logically understand everything that was going on but it was somatically processing and moving throughout my body and that energy was moved and that energy was moved into inspiration, excitement, creativity, and joy. And something I would say as the recent months ago is that I've realized not only the power of healing through play, which can be so expansive. Sometimes it's like, man, playing like little children, right? Like our inner child, essentially that's, you know, who, what we were at that, that age, maybe then that so-and-so happened to us that playing coming back to that childlike essence and play can really actually be the most healing. And that gets to be so fun. That gets to be like our expression and letting that child of us come out to play. And that healing happens in that space. 
And the other thing that I was going to talk about is the pleasure. And that's been as of a few recent months, I would say. And I want to speak around the pleasure because, you know, a lot of you guys on this podcast listening in this community, you guys are high achieving entrepreneurs and a lot of high achievers are disconnected from their pleasure or there's deeper levels to experience around pleasure that we're not connected to and that we haven't accessed yet because that high achieving, that doing, that being in the head, out of the body, and also there's a lot around pleasure. Like I've worked with clients and students that felt guilty around experiencing pleasure or they would experience pleasure and then they would be like, oh, I need to go earn that, right? Or I need to go do something now or they would cut themselves off from their pleasure. But pleasure is our birthright. Pleasure is what we came here to experience in this lifetime. So a lot of my high achieving journey and my healing journey is healing my relationship with pleasure and knowing that I deserve that and that I'm worthy of that just because of being. (laughs) There's nothing that I need to earn around that. You know, it's just because I'm here in this life and that is something that we get to experience and that through pleasure, which there's so many ways to heal through this. And like I said, this is a lot of the work we're going to do in outside of the, out, out of the box, but we, we can heal through pleasure and that gets to be a really joyful, enjoyable experience. Like I have been in states of pleasure before, and I've actually emotionally released tears without understanding what, what was happening, why I was crying. And that was really surprising and shocking to me at first, but then I was like, oh, Actually, I don't need to understand exactly where that came from, that I am actually healing through my own pleasure and releasing tears because healing is happening in this very moment that I'm experiencing an immense amount of the heights of pleasure. And that is fucking powerful. And that actually with being in our pleasure, because what it's really doing, it's somatically getting us so deeply in tune with our bodies and our our sexual energy and our enjoyment and our life force that we can heal the cells of our being on such a, because right healing happens on that cellular level. So when we can reach that and access greater, deeper amounts of pleasure, that we can heal through accessing and expanding the amount of pleasure that we're able to receive, that we're able to experience in this lifetime, that healing can actually be enjoyable. Healing gets to be pleasure. Healing gets to be play and pleasure. So these are two avenues that I want to say, like there's times to really go into the shadow work, the reparenting, the inner child healing, some of these aspects that I talked about. And then there's also times where play and pleasure can actually serve you the most. And that maybe it's the combination and the integration of everything, depending on where you are in your path and, you know, where you're diving into and yeah, that's what it gets to be like. So this has been, you know, if I could sum up my healing journey to an extent, like, of course, there's so much that goes on in the background of this work. And this is years of me being on this type of path. But these are some of the avenues that I really wanted to dive into in some of my own personal life experiences and stories that made me into who I am. And to really leave you guys with that any of your wounding, any of your trauma, or anything that you're currently healing in this lifetime, that this is the source of your power, your greatest power and gifts. I'm sure you guys have heard that before because when you can transmute and transform and alchemize and move this energy and heal and come back to that wholeness, that pureness, that love, that joy, the freedom, the peace, and the safety within your body that you already are, 
that you came on this lifetime and were birthed into this reality as and come back to that, that, that is, that is the healing journey, you know, and that you can actually from that place experience a greater expanded depth of reality and fulfillment by healing, by taking radical ownership over this in so many different avenues and forms for whatever suits you, because there's not a one size fits all for healing. And I want to say that too. It's not like you do this and it looks like this and you follow one, two, three, like, no, when I work with clients and students, that's why this work is so individualized, but like the grand scheme of things, you know, can have a general concept of like, you know, this is what inner child healing is. This is what reparenting is, but we can, we can look at that and we get to individualize it to the person, which is one of my favorite things to do because being a behavior analyst, that's what I always, that's what I like mastered in, right? I was like individualizing to that human being and tune, tuning in so deeply to their own human behavior and experience so that you can have the greatest levels of healing and depth in your lifetime. And from that place, your service gets to be of more impact. It gets to be of greater expanded capacity and service to the collective for all the leaders out there. And it gets to come from that peer place because when we are not in our shadow, when we are not in our wounding and our trauma response, we heal that. We come to greater levels of wholeness and all the things I shared. That that purity that your service is coming from is coming from a whole different internal space. And that's energy. That's people feel that and how you're navigating through things. So it's really doing the work for something so much grander than yourself. So really tuning into that, you know, your wounding is not against you. It's really for you when you get to take on the power of healing for your own self and that those are gifts. You were placed on this divine path with these circumstances, scenarios, like I said in the beginning of the episode, so that when you heal that, you get to take back your power and you get to actually use it as your biggest power and your greatest gifts to this world because you get to show others what is possible through that and that they don't need to be stuck in the stories, the scenarios, the, you know, re-going through the same scenarios again and again and again, and they get to break that conditioning and they get to completely change their reality and how they're feeling around it. And that everything that you birth and create from that space is going to show up completely different because of that work. So Oh, that is my channel. That is my divine channel for today, people. <laughs> Thank you for listening to my deepest healing journey and all of my background is upbringings and wounding <laughs> and how I was able to heal that. Um, yeah, sorry. I'm just finding some humor and some play in this because yeah, that was a lot. So let yourself um, integrate this conversation, see what comes up for you around this and please 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 reach out if you have any questions curiosities or something landed for you i would love to hear from you guys because like i said i shared a lot of these things not only is that healing for me so thank you for listening thank you for being here but i hope it's also healing for you and that you were seen in this in some way and that you can resonate with what i'm saying because you are not alone in your healing journey and in your life's experiences. There's so many people that are experiencing so many of the same things that you are and that we don't need to stay in this space of hiding or shame or guilt or feeling down on ourselves about it, that we actually get to empower ourselves around it and then be seen and heal through the power of community. So 
I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I hope this conversation with myself, <laughs> I'll be having some guests done coming up soon, but I really felt channeled to share this with you guys. So I'm sending you so much love and I will see you guys very, very soon. <laughs> Mwah. absolutely loved this episode that it was full of juicy wisdom and magic and impact to integrate deeper into your lives your businesses and your work on a daily basis i would absolutely love if you enjoyed this episode if you could please leave me a review at the bottom and let me know what you took away from this podcast if you're also feeling called to spread more ripples of impact into this world. I would love if you took a screenshot and tagged me on Instagram and let me know what was your biggest takeaway. What do you want to share to spread out into this world? I would appreciate it so deeply. Thank you for being here on this grand adventure of life with me and I'll see you next time. Sending so much love.